Welcome to Road Trip Branson. I'm your host, Rebecca Schlau. This is episode four, and on today's show, we are going to discuss Christmas in Branson. Since it's February 2019, I decided it was time to go ahead and talk about Christmas in Branson because we have finally put up uh, most of our Christmas decorations. I have a post-holiday depression I go through every year when the Christmas season is over and it takes me just a minute to process what's happened and how it's over and here I am today ready to talk about my Christmas in Branson experience. I needed to go ahead and record this episode while everything is still somewhat fresh in my mind. We will probably repost this episode later in the year so that when it actually gets time to 2019 Christmas season, it will be fresh on your minds too. Growing up, one of my favorite things to do in the Christmas season was going up to Branson. I have very fond memories of going up there with my grandmother and my sister and my aunt and then later on in life, I would go with my dad and my, my sister and some friends. And it was always such a blast. Back then, we really only went to Silver Dollar City and maybe a show and out to eat a few times. But I just remember having the best time of Christmas season up there in Branson. Silver Dollar City has always been the main draw for me for Christmas in Branson just because of the theming and the rides and I've had fun at all ages going there but as I've gotten older and now I have children of my own I've learned to love Branson in a different way. Things have also changed in Branson since I was younger. It's a bigger deal. It seems like more people are actually planning vacations and holidays in Branson than when I was younger. The places are more crowded. There's tons of more options to stay and the fun is limitless there. The first step to our Branson vacation planning starts usually in around April or May and that's when I go ahead and book my Polar Express tickets. Now the tickets will come in two options. You can choose Uh, the regular seating, or you can choose premium seating. You can look up the options for Polar Express seating at the Branson Scenic Railway website or their Facebook group. I'll go into more detail about that in just a little bit, but that is the first thing I do when I'm planning my Branson vacation in the holidays is going ahead and solidifying my Polar Express tickets. The next part of planning the Branson vacation comes a little bit later, probably by August or really early fall. I start really thinking about where I want to stay. The last several years, it's been pretty easy to decide where we're going to stay. We're going to end up at the Welk Resort and more specifically, we're going to stay at the lodges at Timber Ridge, which is located at the Welk Resort. We're very partial to these condos and just this hotel in general. We used to always stay at the Chateau on the Lake, which is a really nice, um, luxurious hotel with uh, lots of amenities. And I'm, I'm actually going to talk about that a little later too. And we used to always stay there uh, before I had children. We stayed there one year when I had my eight-year-old, who was then just a baby, almost a year old. But we'd always stayed there. I mean, it was our spot, and I loved it. And I never thought I'd like anything better. But the next year we tried to go, when we had a little baby Martha, who was just, you know, maybe eight months old, and then we had our other daughter who was not quite three, we (laughs) booked our vacation too late. So I didn't follow my own advice and book early fall or late summer, I booked a lot later than normal, and all the chateau was booked up, and I was so devastated. I mean, my heart was dead set. This would have been the place I'd been staying for the last several years. Well, I did some research and looked at TripAdvisor, and I found the Welk Resort, and we've been going there ever since. I've really latched on to the Welk Resort for a variety of reasons, and just so y'all know, I have not stayed everywhere in Branson. I've stayed at a lot of great condos and a lot of great hotels, but the Welk Resort stands out for a variety of reasons. One, 
is the prices are pretty affordable compared to other hotels in the area. Sometimes you can get really good deals if you're searching online on TripAdvisor. Sometimes they have Black Friday specials, which would allow us to get better rooms. And when we first started going, probably for the first three years, we stayed in the actual hotel part. So we would just have a standard hotel room. So, you know, like two queen beds, a bathroom, nothing big, nothing fancy. And as we've continued to grow our family, we've needed a a bit bigger space. And we've moved over to the lodges at Timber Ridge, which is the same thing as the Welk Resort. It's just not in the hotel building. There's just condos outside of the hotel building. But really, it's the same thing. They all share this really great indoor pool area and in the summer there's more outdoor pool and splash pad area by this pool they call it the splashatorium and the splashatorium isn't quite just a plain indoor pool and it's also not a water park it's somewhere in between it's a hybrid of a water park and just an indoor pool it's an indoor pool with a really great slide And I mean, it's really fun. It's great for kids and adults love it too. Plus they have a little splashy area and some fun things for little toddlers and little kids to play, to play around in and splash around in. There's also a great indoor hot tub. And if you're brave enough, you can walk outside in the cold to get towards the outdoor hot tub as well. So most families that are looking for indoor water parks are going to go to Splash Country or that other castle one, and they're not even going to look at Welk Resort, which is great because I love that it's not as crowded as some of the other hotels. So for us, it's kind of like a hidden gem right now. I know as its popularity grows, it will no longer be as hidden or gem-like, but for right now, it truly is a hidden gem, and it's so much fun. They offer a variety of different activities. They have a weekly activity sheet so you can do things like build a bear you can roast s'mores you can decorate cookies they even have like sometimes beer tasting or wine tasting things for adults they have a lot of activities there just on property some of those cost a little bit extra like a small fee and some of them are included Uh, one thing that is included is this teeny tiny outdoor mini golf course which is really just kind of rinky dink but it does scratch that itch for a putt-putt golf course and if you have kids and you're not really sure how they're going to do on some of the bigger putt-putt golf courses around Branton this is a great starter spot to see if it will actually hold their attention span my kids like it but they get bored pretty easy there's also a cute little playground that my kids enjoy spending time at they have a restaurant on site which is pretty standard nothing spectacular but it's there in a pinch there's also access to a theater there and occasionally they do have shows if you are into shows but I also love that they have some outdoor activities primarily in the summer I mean I think you can fish I think you can do archery Uh, it's just a great hotel overall a lot of the rooms in the lodges are very nice and redone they have fireplaces or some of them do Uh, most of the time uh, my family and I we just stay in this one bedroom uh, studio sort of room that just has a little kitchenette and a big bathroom pull out couch bed and just one bedroom my sister like staying in some of the bigger rooms that has a few different bedrooms big kitchen a lot more luxurious spaces it really depends on how much money you want to spend next year with having three kids that are growing we will probably upgrade to a two-bedroom two-bath sort of condo but there are lots of options at the Welk Resort and I am not paid by them as a sponsor but I really do think it's worth your while to just check it out look at the reviews on TripAdvisor to see if it's something you are interested in. When picking a time to go to Branson we have a formula we always go that weekend after the big Thanksgiving weekend so we're not going to be down there for Thanksgiving Black Friday we're going to usually make sure we are there the very next weekend what started off as going down on a Friday to Sunday quickly turned into Thursday to Sunday then Wednesday to Sunday then Tuesday to Sunday and this year we just 
said, forget it. We are going down Monday after school. And now we end up staying almost a week in Branson. This truly is not feasible for most people. I completely understand that. I don't even know why we do it. It's probably not great to keep the kids out of school for almost two weeks in a row. But we just love it so much. And we have such a great time together that the trip is just kind of grown out of control. So keep in mind, as I'm going through our trip report, I understand that you probably won't have as much time as us to do all the fun things that we had time to do. So as you're listening, just keep in mind some of the things that catch your ear the most. And we really had a great time this year. This was the most we've ever spent in Branson. So we were able to check out a lot of new fun stuff and I can't wait to tell you about it because we had such a good time. It also ended up being a even more magical vacation because I had a ton of family join us. Now keep in mind for years it was just my husband and and kids and every once in a while my dad would come and before that my brother would come every once in a while but then like a year ago uh, my sister and her family came and my dad and stepmom met up with us with my brother and then even my mom came last year and this year was even better because I had some out-of-town family my aunt Jill and her family came down and they used to live in the area so it made the trip even more magical now a lot of times you're not going to be able to go with your extended family but I do think Branson has enough fun stuff to do where big groups of families could really keep themselves entertained just like we did Our trip for Branson began after school on the Monday following Thanksgiving break. I surprised my kids. They had no idea we were going to Branson. They know that we do go to Branson, but they didn't know when. And so they were so excited to go. And we went off from central Arkansas all the way north. We tend to drive, uh, you know, as much as we can that evening because the kids can just sit back and watch movies and we usually stop to have dinner it's usually not a bad drive at all especially if the weather is good we like stopping in clinton there's this really really good restaurant if you're familiar with central arkansas and and going from that route there um, in clinton there's this restaurant called latitude bistro uh just look it up at TripAdvisor, and it has surprisingly good food so and it's usually like a really good spot kind of in the middle to stop on our way up to branson and so we enjoy our meal there and then we put on more movies and and head up we also like the drive uh, like the christmas time drive through harrison because we like driving through the Harrison Town Square and seeing all the Christmas lots there. It's very nostalgic for me since I used to take trips to Harrison growing up and my grandma used to live there. So there's an element of of family nostalgia there for me. So I enjoy it very much. Our next stop on the way to Branson is usually there's a Walmart in Harrison and that's where I like to get a few essentials that we will need for that night. Now, I really like going to the grocery store up in Branson, close to the Walmart there. I think it's called a Price Chopper or something like that. That's my favorite grocery store up there. But if we don't really have time to stop, we usually just stop in the Walmart for some water or sodas, uh, some breakfasty sorts of foods that we will need, maybe some milk, things we don't want to do right when we get into town because usually it's close to 10 o'clock by the time we arrive. So since we decided to take our trip Monday evening all the way up to Branson, we had all Tuesday to do fun things. And boy, was that such a great idea. We were able to arrive before any of my family did and we spent the morning in the pool in the Splashatorium area, and that was just so much fun. My kids love swimming. You would think that they'd never seen water before because they get so excited to go swimming. And sure, you can swim everywhere, but there's just something about swimming on vacation that just makes kids so happy. So after swimming, we pretty much always have an agenda for lunch that first day or the first chance we get. And the first place we go for lunch 
is down at the Grand Village shops at this little hole-in-the-wall place called Sugar Leaf Bakery. Y'all, this place is so good. I cannot even describe it. And if you get there at the right time, there won't be too many people there. But right before you know it, it will be packed. And keep in mind, there are buses of tour groups that just get bussed in this area. So sometimes this bakery you can't even get in the door. There is a huge line. But y'all, the food is so good. It is so worth it. And it's more than just a bakery. There's more than just sweet stuff, which they do have plenty of baked sweet stuff. But the soup there, they have this chicken and wild rice soup that is the best in the world. It's rich and creamy, perfect for a winter day. They have a great grilled cheese. My husband loves this Asian chicken salad. My kids enjoy all the cookies there. They have some really fancy cookies with fancy stiff icing that to me don't taste as good. But you cannot go wrong with like their snickerdoodle or their chocolate chip or their homemade marshmallows and s'mores. They often have maybe like a rustic peach tart or like a strawberry cobbler sort of thing. It is so good. It is worth the wait. You will want to get there as early as you can and while you're waiting in line to make an order send one of your uh, party to scout around for a table because it's a pretty small restaurant but finding a seat inside um, is worth it but it can be a challenge and after our delicious lunch we will walk around the grand village shops they have some really cute boutique places they have this christmas store they have a toy shop i really like they have this soap store where you can smell different soaps and lotions and my kids like to test them all out of course they have one of those big old rocking chairs and little prop areas where you can take some pictures and it's really fun they also have another restaurant in the same area that if we don't go to sugar leaf bakery we will check out this restaurant it's called mel's hard luck diner um it's a it's a blast it's a really fun place what makes this place unique is that it's diner food you know typical greasy spoon sort of diner but they have these these singing hopefuls, these amazing voices, uh, these singers who are your waiters and waitresses. And yes, they're delivering you food, but every once in a while, they're going to be breaking out in song for the whole restaurant. So it is so fun to all of a sudden have your waiter serenade you and walk around and serenade the entire restaurant. And then you of course can support them and buy their cds but i think it is such a cute idea and it's very charming so even if you can't go to sugar leaf bakery i do think stopping for lunch at any of these two restaurants at the grand village shops is a really good idea now after we leave sugar leaf bakery or this time we decided to check out something new we decided we were going to go snow tubing I had a few friends on Facebook that showed me their videos and pictures of them doing this snow tubing in Branson and it looked like so much fun. So I was bound and determined to find out where it was and to do it myself and it did not disappoint. Now I'm going to be honest, the price to do this was pretty steep and you had to be, I think, five and up something like that so my one-year-old could not go but my five and my five-year-old could and my seven-year-old could so we bought two adult tickets and two kid tickets to do the tubing but we did it through Groupon and I'd already seen a Groupon coupon for it but we went ahead and drove there first to see if there was any other deals or coupons we needed to use or if we just needed to buy the Groupon. Now keep in mind we went on a Tuesday and we went on a Tuesday near 3 30 4 o'clock and y'all this place that we went which is called Wolf Mountain um, it's just like a mile or two north of, of Branson Landing. It's, it's not far Um, from all the main stuff but y'all this place was dead there was nobody there and typically this is one of those um, outdoor places that have zip lining and lots of high performance sorts of activity so in 
I know it gets crowded because I've seen these pictures of it being super crowded. And I've seen my friends' videos where there's just a lot of people going down this tubing hill. But it was amazing. We lucked out. It was a Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and nobody was there to do this Snowflex tubing. So Snowflex tubing is a synthetic sort of snow hill. There's no snow. There's there's no cold. Um, It is just this big, slippery surface and you go down this really steep hill and it's tons of fun now if you have a younger kid um i think younger than six they have to ride in your lap or at least that's what we were told but bigger kids can go in their own tube and you get about an hour and when you pay for it you think wow this is so expensive this is not worth it even with the group on because i mean it i mean we spent i don't know for us four I can't remember how much we spent, but it was well over 100, maybe 150, something like that. Like it, it kind of seems ridiculous when I say it because it was only for an hour, but it was so much fun. And that was plenty of time. I didn't want to go anymore. And my husband and I actually took turns. Like, had, if we'd gone back to back to back to back down the hill, down the hill the whole time, just like my kids did, I would have been super exhausted. But the way we worked it out was that one, one of us stayed behind with our one-year-old son and watched him while the other one went down the tubing hill with my girls. We will post a video of the tubing hill on the Facebook group. And all I can say is you must try this. It is so worth it. When you see the video of the Wolf Mountain um, you know, it looks a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun, but when you actually get there, it's a lot more intimidating because you notice that the hill's pretty steep and you have to go up this conveyor belt sort of uh, walkway up to the very top. And the people at the top of the hill, they will just either push you down or they will spin you if you want to. Um, my eight-year-old well, she's currently eight. She was seven then. She is a daredevil. Um, she likes to do all sorts of dizzy stuff. I do not. I do not like to spin. So my daughter, Martha, and I went down together. Martha rode on my lap, and they push you down, and it goes super fast, And but it, it is so much fun, and what you don't really expect is there at this last little dip, there's this uh, this water shooting at you, like a little you know, it's not, it's not a much, but it must be just shooting out just to kind of keep the, I don't know, the tarmac wet, the slippery surface wet. So there, that there's a, just a little mist of water that hits you. And I mean, by the time you're down, it already dries, but it was, it was almost like, whoa, whoa, it's, it's winter. And all of a sudden I got shot with some water in my face, but it wasn't much and it, it dried really fast. So it's nothing to soak you, but I was not prepared for that. And even though my five-year-old wasn't supposed to go on the tubing hill by herself, they did allow us to make a chain, and she went down her own tube, and I went on another one, but we, I got to hold on to her tube, and you can make chains, so you can have all your kids can be in a separate tube, and y'all can all kind of hold tubes together, y'all can go down however y'all want, they are not strict, Um, there's a few rules you've got to follow, but other than that, they just want you to have fun. I thought the staff was great. They were entertaining. They were funny. Um, there was, uh, two guys and a girl, uh, yeah, they were young. They were probably college age kids and, uh, but they, they made sure that we were safe and we had a blast. And did I mention we were the only ones there? So we had the full snowflakes tubing hill to ourselves. It was a lot of fun, and I'm so glad we invested that money to do it. Now, I don't know if we will do that every time we go to Branson just because of costs and because I'm sure the next few times we go to Branson, it will be a lot more crowded, and it will probably be a lot hotter in the summer, but it was totally worth it. So keep in mind for your summer vacations, this would be a great option, a great fun thing to do for adventurous kids, those who like going on rides, you know, thrill seeker sorts of activities. This is going to be one hour you're not going to forget. It may be the most fun hour we had it during our whole trip in Branton. From the Snowflex tubing hill at Wolf Mountain, we headed down to Branson Landing, which was just a few miles south, and we went to Black Oak Grill. That's one of my favorite restaurants down at Branson Landing, just because it's different than some of the chain restaurants 
it usually has a pretty good selection of food and a lot of times it's not super crowded when we go because keep in mind a lot of times we go during the week um, they let us drive our huge double stroller into the restaurant without having to park it outside and a lot of times they will have some seats that have uh, capability of like storing that big old stroller right next to it so we love black oak grill um the food there is is pretty good every time i've been i've i've enjoyed what i had i usually end up having tons left over and i always order too much my kids seem to like it we've always had really great service i've never had any complaints there i think this time we even went twice just because we like it i mean it's not like my favorite 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 place but it's pretty good and it's easy to get to from the parking lot at branson landing if you park on one of the opposite ends so if you're looking straight at branson landing like the front of it like if you're by the railroad tracks and if you have ever been down there you know what i'm talking about if you're looking straight at it you'll turn left and you'll park over there by the belk and well actually they're doing um new construction down there they're building a paula dean restaurant which i'm super excited uh to try this uh next year but there's also a big balloon near black oak grill so we went and ate there uh, from there, we usually make a few stops. And this is towards, you know, our first day in Branson. We always go to a candy store as one of our first main stops at pretty much any vacation. And I do this for a variety of reasons. And if you listen to my Disney World podcast, you may have heard me mention that I use candy um, for discipline. I uh, take it away. I throw it away. I threaten with it. So each kid gets a little bag of candy that they have made at a candy store. And depending on how good or bad they act, they get rewarded with their candy or they get some of it taken away. So I like to go to a candy store right away so I can hold that over my kids' heads um, for parenting. Um, uh, Agree or disagree, it, it works for us. This year, we also did a -A Build-A-Bear, and I know Build-A-Bear is everywhere. Uh, I get that, y'all, but we we don't go to the mall. We don't go to Build-A-Bear. Build-A-Bears are too dang expensive for us to do often, so maybe every other year we go to Build-A-Bear, and this year I decided I was not going to spend $50 on a teddy bear. I was adamant I was not going to do that, and I I definitely wasn't going to spend $50 on a teddy bear for two teddy bears for both kids oh and just forget about it if noble my baby my one-year-old one and one no way so i decided this year we were going to do a team building exercise and i told my seven-year-old and five-year-old that sure they could have a -A build-a-bear and an outfit but they had to agree upon which type of bear or critter they wanted and they had to agree upon the outfit uh this was an amazing team building exercise it resulted in tears it resulted in being mad we had to walk away at one point because neither of them could agree but sure enough after 20 minutes of thinking about it talking it over my kids actually came together and they made some great compromises and I was I was kind of proud of myself for thinking of it really I was just being cheap but whatever we'll, we'll count it as a, a parenting uh parenting win in that I helped my kids learn how to compromise and they were they both left happy and they both shared one bear and I saved uh $50 in the process now sure I I did end up spending $50 on a teddy bear um but it got a cute outfit and my kids were really happy and who can put a price on your kids happiness and a team building exercise right oh don't remind me that they don't play with that ever you know now that we're back and in the real world so as we are winding down that first full day in branson we are going back to the welk resort and another perk of the welk resort is that they do elf tuck-ins and they have similar things at different resorts like this i think they have some at the um big cedar and maybe some of the other bigger resorts but this is a really cute elf interactive experience and essentially a member of the hotel team comes to your hotel room dressed as an elf ready to read your kids a bedtime story 
but also they usually bring cookies and milk and maybe some little toys and it is adorable the kids love it they think it is super adorable it it may sound a little creepy I'm gonna be honest when you when you hear about an elf tucking like a stranger come into your room but it's not really like a complete stranger um, at the <laughs> Welk Resort they're just members of the recreational staff so these are people you've already probably seen at the pool or walking around the resort so it's people who are steadily employed by them and for us for the most in the last several years it's all all but once it's been a female we had this really great elf this one year and she sang some songs from frozen and was so interactive we've never had an elf quite like that but she she definitely ruined it for for the rest of them who followed her but she was amazing and she just loved the kids and made them laugh and i'll never forget her and i don't want y'all to forget her because she's going to pop back up in our story a little bit later so after elf tuck-in which costs about i don't know 25 30 bucks sure it's going to cost a little bit it costs i think about 15 or 20 bucks for your first kid and like five or ten bucks for each kid after that something like that i think they've changed their rates but it's really cute and the kids like it and for us it was it was worth it but after that then it is just bedtime so after all the meltdowns and temper tantrums and taking of candy away and baths and everything the kids go to bed and one of my favorite things is after they go to bed, I just sit down and watch AMC, which usually has some Christmas movies on and kind of kicks off the Christmas season. And I really need to be well rested because the very next day, which for us was on a Wednesday, right after Thanksgiving, so less than a week after Thanksgiving, we went to Silver Dollar City. So that next morning, we got ready for Silver Dollar City. Well, I say morning, but in the winter, during Christmas time, Silver Dollar City doesn't even open until usually about 1 o'clock. So it was actually after lunch. But for me, we'll just go ahead and count it as the morning. Silver Dollar City has not opened on a Wednesday during the Christmas season as far as I can remember ever. It usually only opens for Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday in like November and December. So if you ever wanted to go on a Monday or Tuesday, you're just out of luck. But this year, 2018, they started opening up Wednesdays during the Christmas season, which was fantastic. Y'all, I love Silver Dollar City at Christmas. Y'all have probably already heard from the other podcasts how much of a fan of Silver Dollar City I am so knowing that I could go on a Wednesday just had me over the moon because if you have been going to Silver Dollar City the last few years you know that people are serious about their Silver Dollar City at Christmas time and Saturdays and the weekends are a nightmare in terms of crowds now we've gone we go we still go on Saturdays we still go in the busy crowds but it is hectic. It is not this magical, breezy experience that you may dream of. It is pure chaos on the weekend. So knowing that we could go on Wednesday, a relatively non-crowded day was amazing. And sure enough, it, it just lived up to all the expectations. Not that we are going to face tons of lines anyway for the little kitty rides that we do but it was just great the weather was really good while we were down so we weren't overly cold now we do bring our huge double stroller we bring several jackets and warm weather things we also bring a few spare blankets in that double stroller we always go equipped with our ponchos regardless of what the weather shows just in case we tend to like the preferred parking which since we have a season pass it's only about 10 extra dollars we like it because we can park and then stroll all the way to the entrance keep in mind when you go to silver dollar city you are going to park like half a mile away from the entrance you're usually going to park somewhere where you have to get on a tram to get up to the front and that double stroller does not fold up easy so we really like just staying in the preferred parking area and even the preferred parking area you're still going to 
you're still going to have a bit of a trek. I remember back in the day when that used to just be the regular parking area. Uh, things have changed dramatically since those days when I was young. So as we go into Silver City, um, we try to get there. I want to get there at 12. So if it opens at 1, I want to get there near 12. And I want to get in there at 12. So that means we need to start heading there towards 1130. If it opens at 1, you need to plan to be there an hour and a half. You need to plan to leave your hotel like an hour and a half advance or, or more. Because they'll open up the, kind of like the first gates um, a little bit earlier. They won't, they'll rope off where all the rides and attractions are. But you can still get in the park and you can still buy some things you can still get some snacks and treats until then but the main park doesn't open you got to get there early y'all if you try to wait near opening during the holiday season or really even during the summer you're going to be in a huge line of cars starting off your Branson vacation at Silver Dollar City don't do that don't wait until the last minute to go to Silver Dollar City don't think you can just hop in the car and be like oh well you know it's 12:30 it opens at 1. That'll be great timing. No, there's not there's no chance. You're not going to make it, especially if you go on a Saturday. If y'all were going to go on a Saturday in December and it opens at let's say it opens at 1 o'clock. It may open at 10, but let's let's just say hypothetically speaking it opens at 1. If I were you, I would leave probably the hotel close to 10:30 max and I would just plan to go try to spend a lunch time at Silver Dollar City before it opens I would get there get there as soon as you can there's lots of things you can do right when you arrive not only can you go in all the shops and gift shops there's lots of photo props and they have the cutest photo props at Silver Dollar City and they're all towards the the front before you go into the big attraction areas there's like gingerbreads and statues and they are so cute they also have these seasonal carolers in old-timey clothes you know singing you Christmas carols and there's things to look at there's still fun things to do before the park actually opens so you're not actually going to be wasting any time if you get there super early Plus, one of the uh, great perks there of Silver City is the the food, of course, and the drinks. And during Christmas time, they have lots of hot chocolate and wassail. So that, you know, red hot apple cider stuff, they have some there. And it's really good and really yummy. And I always get a big mug of that. Now, Silver City is good during the day. There's tons of stuff to do, as you've already heard me mention. During Christmas, they do have some some different seasonal things. They have different seasonal treats. They have these apple dumplings that are amazing. They have s'mores that you can uh, you can roast your marshmallows over and open fire. They have some other things that they typically don't have during the summer seasons. They also have different shows and attractions that are Christmas themed, which is amazing. Now the shows, just like rides, are going to be the main draws there during the Christmas season and they fill up fast so for instance if you want to go to the Fala La Lollies or whatever it's called the saloon show let's call it the saloon show if you want to go to that saloon show you better start lining up for that uh, well over 45 minutes before it actually starts and they can be pretty strict with their lines so make sure you, if there's something you really want to watch you need to get in line early I would suggest an hour early that may seem excessive but it is what it is it gets really crowded even on um these slow days that i'm talking about a lot of the rides are still open as long as it is over like 34 36 i don't know you know as long as it's not freezing um they will have the big roller coasters going which is super fun uh because roller coasters during the cold is is in my opinion better than roller coasters in the um burning hot summer so it's really fun of course they don't have their water rides open thankfully and they've turned off the water feature at the very end of fire in the hole thank you Silver city but a lot of the other attractions are open running and the kitty attractions some of the attractions for those 10 and under those are going to have very limited lines down at the grand exposition and down at fireman's landing area of Silver city those are going to have your your kitty dumbo sorts of rides your teacups some 
carnival sort of rides those are going to be uh free for the picking there's not going to be any lines down there even on saturdays there's hardly any lines to these sorts of rides and they are super fun for kids you can walk right in lots of play areas tons of fun and even though um you know the main draw at silver city is the lights so get there early and stay for the evening well it gets it gets dark pretty fast so it starts um you can start to see the christmas lights pretty early you know getting around 4 30 they you know they start to start uh showing up and they are beautiful every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and the last two years they have done this christmas in midtown lights where they've added more and more stuff and y'all it, it just it'll take your breath away the lights are beautiful they are an attraction in themselves at night it gets super crowded around some of the lighted tunnel areas people are always fighting to take pictures things like that but i mean it is beautiful uh there's there's some uh talk around town though now those who are disney world fans those who live in central arkansas uh y'all may have heard about the jennings osborne lights that used to be in little rock and they were spectacular and amazing but they caused lots of uh let's say uh traffic so the osborne's um were gracious enough to allow disney world to get their lights and that was amazing and they had the uh the spectacle of lights the osborne spectacles lights in disney world at hollywood studios down there now they just shut down the osborne lights at hollywood studio mm, a few years ago now here's where it gets tricky just this last season silver Dollar city featured these brand new amazing lights that looked suspiciously like some of those same osborne lights that looked very familiar to what i used to see in little rock and very familiar to the pictures i've seen at hollywood studios at christmas time so there is some speculation that silver city bought the old osborne lights from disney world now if you talk to any reps or if you talk to disney world or even talk to the osborne's themselves they will deny this they will say it's absolutely not true these are different lights they look different it's not the same but there's some striking similarities for those who want to investigate anyway the lights are amazing and they keep growing and they keep getting better and it's worth a look it's beautiful they also have this cute little rudolph parade at least once an a night i think on saturdays they do it twice a night and it is super cute with rudolph and some of the characters from uh the rudolph movies you know the old you know claymation ones and they have just lots of other christmasy characters it is a cute parade now a uh, word of advice is do not watch the parade up towards the front. Don't watch it on the main strip where you're going to be tempted to watch it. If you are listening, uh, this is going to be a great tip and you're going to need to remember this. If you want to watch that parade, go down to the Grand Exposition area by the teacups. Go watch the parade right there. You will have seating you will have space you will be not crowded you'll be not pushed you will not feel like you're herded in and it's where the parade starts the parade starts from down there so you get to see it first and that means it ends first which means you can go off and do other things while other people stuck up the the hill are watching the parade and they are being packed like sardines and fighting for spots but you have all this cushy room down by the grand exposition area looking at the parade in comfort. So after the parade, you are going to be very tempted to just go ahead and leave and follow the parade out. I'm going to give you my advice is to hang around. This would be a great time to go shopping. And I don't just mean shopping for one souvenir. S stick around. Go get a snack. Sit down. Don't leave. You're going to want to leave. You're going to say, you know, the kids are tired. They're cranky. It's time to go. Don't leave yet because you can't get out of Silver City right away. There's going to be a huge line to get out. So much so that you're going to question 
if this is a fire hazard and you, for anybody who gets claustrophobic, do not leave Silver Dollar City right after the parade, right when everything else is closing. Give it a second. Go wait around. Go get a meal or some snacks or try to fit in, a, sneak in a few extra attractions. Do something for a little while. Let the huge, massive herd of people go. Otherwise, you get stuck. I mean, you literally get stuck in a crowd, and they herd you through this small gift shop. You can't just go to your cars. You have to wait in line to leave the park. So, either leave before the entire crowd and the whole parade is leaving or just wait and that's what we have to do because we're usually at the bottom of the hill and we are usually uh, stuck behind everybody anyway so we never plan on just leaving right away even though your body is going to be telling you it's time to leave because you've been there all day and your kids may be whining and crying just go ahead and plan to have another activity planned like the um like going to see a little show or going to get a snack or going check on different souvenirs have something planned for your kids because do not leave right when silver dollar city is closing there was another fun thing we ended up doing at silver dollar city uh the saturday after this now keep in mind we have season passes so we can go to silver dollar city as many times as as we want during the season so we didn't have to actually buy another ticket we went to silver dollar city again on saturday with with some family that wasn't there on Wednesday and we went to go see they have a cute little puppet sort of show it's a kid show uh, near the bottom of the hill and it's for kids and they they do it several times a year and I can't remember what the show is called it's like oh it's a, a tree I don't know what the tree's name is it's like a big old Christmas tree he has a name it used to be like a frosty show well, anyway, they have different puppets, and, and the kids can get up on the stage and sit, and it's interactive. The kids can dance, and they have fake snow sometimes, and they have a few actors and some puppets, and the kids really like it. And this year, there was this cute, really uh, little Raggedy Ann actress, and she was adorable, and she was so interactive with the kids, and she sang really good and I was like man what is she doing at Silver Dollar City and then she kept singing and I kept thinking I kept looking at her I was like you know what this is her this is our elf from the Welk Resort from four years ago this is her I recognize her anywhere sure enough after the performance was over I went up to her and asked her if she had sang at the Welk Resort and she did and she was shocked that someone had recognized her because you know, one, she was dressed up like an elf four years ago with her long, blonde, beautiful hair. And here she was dressed up like Raggedy Ann. And she was amazed that anyone recognized her. But it was great. And she is a true gem. And I hope they keep her for next season because she is perfect. Another fun thing that we did on that second day at Silver Dollar City was something that most people never do. Uh, we did some face painting. And the kids loved it. And we had only planned to have the kids get their face painted actually that just kind of happened I came back from a ride and my sister had taken some some of the kids to get their face painted and it was so cute and then my sister and I were I don't know we were walking to do something and she was like hey let's go get our face painted and we were like yes I mean it was just a no-brainer of course we had to get our face painted and um we looked ridiculous I mean we were pretty much the only adults um I looked like a Christmas tiger uh, I will post a picture of this. My sister was a reindeer. And when we came back to to meet our whole family, uh, looking like crazy people with our face painted, which, by the way, really doesn't take that long. Like, the extent of face paint that we had, you would have thought it took 30 minutes, but really it only took a few. We came back, and everyone thought it was hilarious. So then our other uh, cousins and our aunt, they were like, we have to get our face painted too. So all of us walked around Silver Dollar City with our face painted. We looked ridiculous, but you know what? We loved it, and it was Christmassy, and we were festive, and we got a lot of compliments, and we got a lot of adults who were like, hey, where'd you, where'd you get that done? Like, we were the probably the best advertisements for this face painting. I mean, the kids look great and all. Yeah, sure, whatever, but uh, we looked super cool, and it was really fun. It was a, a mess to take off, but I recommend the face painting if you get a chance. 
The next day was a Thursday, and we woke up and went swimming, and we had a great time at the pool with the cousins. I believe this was also the day that we decided to go to Trail of Lights. Uh, there's this Trail of Lights at Shepherd of the Hills, uh, Shepherd of the Hills, and it used to be amazing. Um, it was it was this great drive-through attraction where you see all these little vignettes and little scenes, little Christmassy scenes. I mean, it was amazing. It was so much fun to do. But there's some new owners, and they've made a lot of changes. And I, I can't blame them because I think the whole park did need an update. And they've taken out a lot of the attraction, a lot of the drive-through part. Some of the best scenes are now, I think, part of a walk-through experience. So the Trail of Lights at Shepherd of the Hills has, has changed. So I no longer recommend that, even though I used to love it. Um, I'm going to give them another chance, though. I just think they need... Um, to grow a little bit with the new owners and I'm excited for some of the plants they have for the rest of that park up there because I really do think they have a great idea of making this whole North Pole walk experience with like a playground area so there's some real potential there for some really cool things plus uh, the drive-through stuff I was missing is, is part of that new North Pole section so I'm excited to see where that goes in the next few years this year it didn't get great reviews so we will wait a few seasons for it to grow but don't count that out in the years to come like especially looking at 2020 2021 i'm sure we will try to check it out but for the time being we are skipping the trail of lights next year there is another trail of lights that is closer to uh, downtown branson landing but you pretty much see a majority of that if you are already doing the polar express so if you're going to be riding the polar express train uh, I would just skip any sort of trail of lights in general. So Polar Express Day arrived. We had our whole family. We dress in our matching pajamas because that's just something people do these days. So if you're going to Polar Express, hopefully you, you heeded my advice. You got your tickets really early in the summer and you are dressed in jammies. People wear jammies. We uh, bumped it up a notch this year and wore jammies and robes. We had a matching set for our family, and um, different family members had had coordinating sets and things too, which is lots of fun. We prefer to go to the very first train ride of that day, and I think there's two or three that will be offered Thursday through Sunday. There's a 4:45, maybe a 6:30, and maybe an eight or something like that. So I think there's several different rides we always 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 go to the 445 one there's a few reasons for that one the first polar express train ride it leaves in the daytime so you get really great sunset pictures with the train you can still see it very clearly it's uh great pictures you can see everything outside lit, lit up in, in just the normal natural light but then as you're on the train it gets dark so you still see all the Christmas lights you still see all the feel of you know the it's dark outside when you get back to the train station and when you're going through the trail of lights but also it's only about six o'clock and that's the time we usually like to eat now polar express they're gonna give you cookies and hot chocolate you're not gonna be super super hungry but at least now you'll get off the train early enough to have an option to go eat other people like to go out to eat before polar express but we really like to do branson landing after polar express so we get off around six o'clock and by the time you get off the train ride at six there's a whole nother group of people just waiting to go and get in your spot and it we just love it so much we used to do polar express and we used to get the standard seating which you can book online uh it was great we loved it we did that a few years and then we um, bumped it up a little notch we started making a little bit more money um, business-wise and we were able to afford some of the premium seats and now that we've done premium seats we we really don't want to go back to the standard seats but really there is nothing wrong with standard seating we loved it we had a great time the first few years we went 
you get cookies and hot chocolate. You get the same exact experience. You just don't have as much elbow room. You don't have a table in those standard seats. Now, if you do the premium seats, you can get your own table. You have to book it in group, you know, uh, in twos. You can't just get three seats. You have to pay for four. If you need three seats, you're going to have to pay for four. Uh, small kids teeny tiny babies can ride in your lap so Noel my one-year-old was able to ride in our lap last year and rode in our lap this year so we didn't have to pay much except like a few dollar charge for his um, for his seating but for the rest of us we had to book in multiples of two we get our own table I have a certain section in the Polar Express that we we like to ride in some people like there's this premium dome seating which you have the upstairs dome area of one of the dome cars uh, otherwise you are just in um, some of the front cars with table and you get unlimited hot chocolate and unlimited cookies and I, I don't think you get unlimited stuff like that in the other standard seating I never remembered when we did standard seating because I didn't really need more than one cookie or a mug of hot chocolate but when you have the premium seats, you can go to town on that hot chocolate. I mean, hardcore go to town. And don't be worried about hot chocolate and your kids. They serve it at the perfect temperature. It is never too hot. You can dive right into it. They will load you up with whipped cream if you ask. They will cater to your child's dreams with that whipped cream and sprinkles. They will also keep giving you cookies. You can get as many cookies as you want. And those cookies are good, y'all. They are made with some sort of almond extract or something. Those are good cookies. Take a few to go if you can sneak a few. You have Santa Claus going through the train. You have the hobo from the Polar Express. Really great interactive experiences. Great pictures. They read you the Polar Express. You also go through this um, pseudo North Pole uh, drive-by thing where you see elves dancing. It's really cute. It's really cute. It's worth it. Now, once you go on it once, it, it doesn't vary. So once you, it can be a one and done sort of experience. My kids really look forward to it. We try to do it once a year, but it, it's not something you ha you would have to do every year. Maybe just want, maybe do it once and see how it is. I'd recommend it for pretty much kids of all ages and those at young at heart because it can be fun even for the adults it is it's really cute so recommend polar express but again if you didn't get your tickets early good luck getting them in the future i like to go at polar express on thursdays and fridays um they will sell out i mean they will they will sell out a lot sooner than you think by the time you start seeing people posting pictures of polar express and you say hey i really want to do that when i go to branson it's too late if you don't have them yet, um, it's too late. Now, sometimes if you call a few days before you want to go, so let's say you want to go on that Thursday or Friday train ride. If you start calling around Tuesday or Wednesday, they may actually have an opening. Sometimes they reserve a few extra seats just in case there's been an emergency situation or they've overbooked something. They will have a few special extra seats. Now, that is just a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Y'all don't know that. Y'all didn't hear that from me. But we did take advantage of that bit of knowledge this last go-round in Branson. After Polar Express, we had a great dinner at the White River Fish House down there at the landing on the river. It was idyllic because they gave us our own private room since we had so many of us that we had a lot of family, a lot of kids. They really needed to give us our private room because our kids are a mess. They have toys everywhere. It just worked out. I think the food was good. I don't remember. We were pure chaos but they gave us our space and we had really great service and that's what really was important to us and it was a beautiful setting and I do advise y'all to check out the White River Fish House and look at the decor it's really cool the kids like looking around they have a fireplace if you walk around the restaurant enough you can walk by this uh, little den area where they have some seating like some couches some lounge chairs right by this fireplace which is really nice and relaxing there's also ducks to look at if you get there during the day and you know how kids are and animals so it, it's a lot of fun we enjoyed that after that we went back to the hotel and that that ended our thursday or friday I, I really can't keep track of these days at this point the very next day it was another silver dollar city day we pretty much did the same thing made sure we got there early did all the fun rides we didn't put pressure on ourselves to do everything 
We did not want to wait in these big long rides. I did want to do one of the um, buffets. I am I'm an old fogey at heart. I kind of like the Silver Dollar City buffets. There is this one, this mine restaurant where you go down in a mine. Uh, like in a cave we call it the cave restaurant because you go down in a cave um it's super cute super cozy just regular home cooked food dressing some barbecue mashed potatoes that sort of thing nothing fancy uh not great for those on special diets uh we learned um my poor cousins had limited amounts of uh hippie food to eat uh sorry abby and Nikki so but I love it and we like eating there pretty much every year that we go I think I'm getting my dates confused but I think the very next day may have been Saturday night okay yeah so I believe on Saturday night or Saturday evening we went down to Branson Landing and we decided to check out Andy B's, which is what we thought was just a bowling alley, a new bowling alley. But it was more than that. It was a restaurant. It, there was karaoke. There was escape room. Andy B had a ton of fun stuff to do. Like they had pool tables, shuffleboard, foosball. They had a live band with music, and we liked to dance to it. We really enjoyed bowling. This was the first experience my children had bowling with us. We enjoyed a few little appetizers. It was really cute. Then right across uh, the way there from Andy B's down at Branson Landing is this new huge arcade. And I don't want to tell you how much money we spent at that arcade, but we had a great time. The kids just loved it so much. They loved getting all their tickets. They won tons of prizes. Um, we spent... Uh, an embarrassing amount of money on buying these kids I mean uh, winning these kids huge stuffed animals from uh, like an over mega claw thing they won tons of things from little claw games and it was just so much fun to go to an arcade and spend that that much time we probably spent a few hours there and it was a blast we will definitely do that again I cannot wait to go back. And there were some other experiences there we didn't even get to do. There was a ride, maybe even a shooting gallery down there that I wanted to do. We didn't get a chance to do it. You can find discounts. I mean, it's kind of like Dave and & Buster's and, and other places like that where you can buy all your tokens or whatever are on a card, a game card. And the more you spend, of course, you get extra tokens. Uh, we did end up rebuying uh, some extra tokens at one point, And we divided the tokens between a few different cards so that both both kids got to play their own games and we let them pick whatever they wanted to play they got to play even if they were terrible at it which was hard the control freak mom and me I just want them to play games that they'll win or I just want to do it for them but we were able to just kind of let them run free and wild and they loved it so this cheesy arcade was a huge hit the next morning we woke up and checked out on Sunday and we headed to brunch. I had already booked brunch at Chateau on the Lake. Chateau on the Lake, uh, if you remember, is one of my favorite hotels in the area. It's probably my favorite adult hotel if I'm not going to stay like at a condo. This is just a luxurious condo. The setting's amazing. It's right on Table Rock Lake so you can overlook the dam. You can overlook just water. Um, in the summer, it's great, too. They have an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. The indoor pool is the only thing that you can get in, of course, during the, the winter. They have a little movie theater for, for kids. I think they even have a little kids club for, for kids four and up. But something I love about Chateau on the Lake during Christmas time is their lobby has these huge gingerbread houses that the chefs make there. And every year, they have new gingerbread houses, and they make them out of everything you can imagine. Pop tarts dog treats lots of edible stuff they have uh lots of fun stuff to look at in the chateau just in general they have like a waterfall and like water features and they have koi they have birds it's beautiful in there the brunch is fantastic they have all the brunchy sort of foods you can imagine they have carving stations they have waffle stations omelets they have uh normal like traditional like turkey mashed potatoes beef tips they have bacon and 
cheese blintzes and of course they have cereals and granola and they even make like bananas foster cherry jubilee right in front of you they have creme brulee they have a fondue a chocolate fondue they have chocolate covered strawberries they have all these desserts all these different salads every sort of breakfast food and lunch food that you can imagine plus mimosas uh i think the price is around i don't know 35 bucks a person 39 bucks something like that the kids were free which was great i really like that like i think i don't know if it was five and under seven and under but we didn't even pay for a few of the kids to eat which was really great um again it's a beautiful setting they have a pianist there playing great music a lot of the stuff he was playing were disney tunes from different disney movies if you catch it we really enjoyed that very christmasy very festive it is always our last stop before we hit the road and leave branson right before we leave we go to the playground out there so even though we're not staying at the hotel we do try to take advantage of their amenities and one of those is their they have a cute playground out beside um, one of their parking lots by the spa area and we let the kids play there for for 10-15 minutes it is unusually cold in this area it must be positioned where it, it always seems windy it must be where it's located on the hill um, so we never really get to stay too long out on the playground, but it's a great place to burn off some steam right after lunch and before we hit the road. And that wraps up my uh, November slash December trip report to Branson. I hope you check out Christmas time in Branson. It is a magical season. There is more stuff to do that we didn't even mention. There's so much Christmassy things to do. There's tons of shows to see we didn't mention. My kids are just a little too young to really engage in shows. But if you have any other tips or Christmassy things you love to do at Branson during the holiday season, feel free to check out the Facebook page. Drop us a line. Give us any sort of suggestions or fun things you did or experiences that you may have encountered that you think other people would know. I would love to be able to share those tips with other people. If you are going to Branson in the near future, and would like to answer some questions or provide some commentary for one of our next shows drop us a line and let us know about that as well also just to plug in the other podcast show road trip wdw where i talk about disney world trip planning especially those for first timers and those planning road trips to disney world so that's it for today check us out next time at road trip branson